This is the Nikuda Behechola series for the Sicha of Emor 3 in volume 17 of the Kutusichas, titled, It's Not About You. In this week's Torah portion, amidst the verses concerning the holidays, we are taught, quote, When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not completely remove the corner of your field during your harvesting, and you shall not gather up the, the gleanings of your harvest. Rather, you shall leave these for the poor person and for the stranger, end quote. Now, Rashi explains, quote, Scriptures repeat it, repeats it once again, so that one who disobeys transgresses two negative commandments. Rabbi Avardimus, the son of Rabbi Yosef, says, Why does Scripture place this in the very middle of the laws regarding the festivals, with Passover and Atzeret Shavuos on one side, and Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and the festival of Sukkot on the other? To teach you that whoever gives Leket, which is the gleanings, Shikha, the forgotten sheaves, and Peah, the corners of the field, to the poor in the appropriate manner is deemed as if he had built the holy temple and offered up his sacrifices within it. End quote of Rashi. Now, Rashi originally isn't bothered by where this verse is placed, but rather that it is already mentioned in the previous portion, simply because the holidays here are being mentioned as agricultural factors as well. Like the verse says, quote, When you come to the land and you reap its harvest, you shall bring to the Kohen an omer of the beginning of your reaping. End quote. So it makes sense that when we talk about the holidays and agricultural factors, it brings in agricultural laws. It is only once Rashi explains the reason for the repetition of the commandments that the place of the repetition becomes an issue. Because... Being that the purpose of the repetition is only to teach us that the transgressor transgresses two negative commandments, hence it should be specifically placed only where it is concerned to the main theme of the verses. While here, the main theme of the verses are the holidays and the sacrificial offerings, and not their agricultural implications. Therefore, now Rashi goes on to explain this with the teaching of Rabbi Avardimus. The question is, the original source of Rabbi Avardimus' teaching is in the Torah Kohanim. However, in the Torah Kohanim, the wording is different. Why does Rashi change it? Now, let's quote. The Torah Kohanim states, To teach one who gives leket shikha and the poor tithe, it is accounted to him as if the temple existed and he offered up his sacrifices therein. End quote of the Torah Kohanim. Now let's see how Rashi quotes this, and I'll point out the three differences. To teach you that whoever gives leket, shikha, and peya, we have the first difference, he omits the poor tithe, which the Torah Kohanim does include. To the poor in the appropriate manner. Another difference, the Torah Kohanim doesn't talk about at all an appropriate manner of giving is deemed as if he had built the holy temple. The third difference, because in Torah Konim, it only says that the holy temple existed and he offered up his sacrifices therein. Rashi says it's as if he had built the holy temple and offered up his sacrifices within it. Now, the second and third difference 
of the building of the temple and including the poor tithe are a direct outcome of the first difference in which the Torah Konim just talks about giving it while Rashi talks about giving it in the appropriate manner. So, concerning the giving of the charity to the poor, there are two concepts. One, that I remove from my possession that which I can obtain subsistence for my own life, and even more so, that which I worked hard on to obtain in the first place. So, the fact that I'm taking what's mine and removing it from my possession is one aspect of all charity to the poor. The second aspect is the giving to the poor. Now, the difference is that if it is all about my removing from my possession, that is the mitzvah, then it makes no difference to me how it reaches the poor person. However, if the main focus is the giving to the poor, then in what manner I make it possible for the poor to receive it makes all the difference. Now, let's return to Rashi and the Torah Konim. Rashi, who focuses specifically on the giving to the poor, and that it has to be in, quote, the appropriate manner, end quote. And we only find this by Leket, Shikha, and Peya, in which Rashi explains that one has to completely be selfless and remove himself and any benefits or favors that he can personally receive from the giving, making it not about you and your giving, but rather all about the poor receiving it. Therefore, Rashi says, concerning Leket, Chikha, and Peya, the law is, leave it before them and let them gather it up, and you shall not help one of them, so you don't get no favors from the one that you helped. Therefore, Rashi admits, omits the poor tithe in which we don't have this selflessness. Moreover, through such a selfless giving of putting an effort into the poor receiving it in the best manner, it is not just as if he only brought his sacrifice in it, but rather, Rashi says here, as if he had built the temple for the entire nation as well, because he is focusing on the other, not just his own benefit, even from giving to another. Hence, we now see that the two primary focuses of charity is A, to selflessly remove our personal gain, and B, to put in an effort and subdue our instincts, and through this we will build the Holy Temple.